is an illusion, right? Oh my gosh, it is. When there, you know, there's all these little acronyms about fear. What what do you have to say about fear and the illusion of it? Mm. The image that comes to my mind is the heat waves off pavement. Mm. No, when when you're you're looking through the heat waves and everything gets kind of distorted beyond that, and you know the things on the other side of those heat wave, little waves are not actually wavy. Yeah, <laughs> the right. road didn't change shape. You know, there's not like nothing actually changed, but your perception of it becomes really distorted. Wow, great word. And it creates this illusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a mirage out in the desert. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I live in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, and so we have the Smoky Mountains here, and you've been here to see our Smoky Mountains. I was warning you, don't go through the mountains, but, you know, like, what was it, early morning or late evening, and you didn't actually end up hitting that. Yeah. When it's, when it's that fog here, it's like ghosts. <laughs> it's like one little teeny piece of cloud going yeah. right at your windshield. It's wild. <laughs> Talk about illusion. Yeah. Okay. And decide you are the magic. So what do you have to say about that? Okay. And decide you are the magic. Tell us more about that. Lovely. So kind of going off of what we were talking about, the heat waves, it's like deciding you are the magic is to pull back into yourself, right? And really drop in and acknowledge that you're the one perceiving, that you're the one creating, that you're, you know, projecting the fear and making it real. And so the magic, yeah, the magic of us and and our power is that we we get to reclaim that so that we can change that experience. Mm, Love it. So true. And then listen to your womb. Oh, you and I could go on for hours on that one. Um, you have a different way of getting your clients to that place. I have them put their hand, their arm out in front of them, make a fist, pull their fist in like that pinky side of their fist into their second chakra between the belly button and the pubic bone and just do like three belly breaths, go down deep, go blank and just allow whatever wants to come up to come up because that's the level of our soul. That's our fully embodied soul level right and that's where soul and human connect um tell us a little bit about the work that you do to get your clients to that place yeah so some i mean similarly we both use breath mm-hmm. um and you know breath when you say like inspiration it literally means like divine breath so there's this divine connection and like life force and just breathing and we do it all the time and we kind of like forget we're even doing it so it becomes really unconscious so when you take the time to just stop and I usually use a visualization of an elevator literally going from you know the head area down into the pelvis and dropping your awareness because you usually live right up in this area Yep. Um, we usually have a lot of constriction around, we have first we have constriction in our throat because we're not speaking our truth and we don't have a clear, you know, voice. And then there's constriction around the heart because we're protecting ourselves and then we're cut off at our power because we usually can't say no and we can't (laughs) make ourselves a priority. And so all of that lower energy, the soul, the sexual energy, the womb energy, the creativity, 
is just numb. It's just numb. And so getting down into that space is so important. And, you know, I've had calls with like potential clients about working together and I can feel all of that tension and that energy just buzzing, you know, right up around the head and shoulders. And it's like, let's bring it down. Let's get grounded. Because then, like you said, you have that, that soul clarity that just can, can rise back up through you and be spoken. And it's, it's like drop down and then you bring it up through and it's a really beautiful, like energetic birth. Yeah. And as you described that, I just got this hit on um, what I was thinking about earlier. It's like when our emotions, we keep them stuck inside, it cuts our throat off, you know, it cuts mm. off our communication. And so it's same what you're saying now, if you're not, um, you know, getting out of your ego, getting out of your pain body, getting to that soul level, um, you're going to be cut off at the throat level. You're not going to be able to speak your truth, right? Yeah. And fear is so often a part of that, you know, being afraid to go into the grief and the rage and, you know, the disappointment and dissatisfaction that we hold in our womb, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of those are connected to um, the ways that we've expressed our creativity in the past, the ways that we've expressed or not expressed our sexuality. And there's just, there's so much fear in going there. we're taught that it's, you know, it's just, it's not okay to feel all of those things. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, to communicate those too, a lot of times our fear is that if I go there and I acknowledge it and I express it, it's going to hurt someone else or someone else is going to like take responsibility and want to fix it. So it's, you know, practicing the expression, like we were just talking about, like in sisterhood, where you have somebody that can actually hold space for you. And and not take everything personally or make stories and assumptions about it. And, you know, sometimes our like life partners are the people who do that for us. And sometimes they're not. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes it can, they're not. They usually are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when it's, when there's a really, um, like say you've gone through a miscarriage or you've had an abortion um, you know, if the other person's involved in that, they're going to have their own emotions and triggers and things. So, that's why, you know, having people, having a lot of people in your life, you know, like having a tribe that really supports you is so yeah. crucial because one person can't be everything to you. Right. And, and also just, you know, having not too many that are in the really tight, close circle, you can pretty much say right. to them, not going to judge you or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's important as well. And I noticed with depression, it's about sabotaging you know relationships so all of a sudden you have no one you can turn to it's like mm. you created this whole crazy little matrix and now there's no one you can talk to that's the kind oh. of crazy maker i just have goosebumps like yeah. that's so true so I've true a lot of trauma survivors um some of the mindful mompreneurs that i've worked with and then i work with my husband too and boy that whole trauma thing is um really about getting that truth of you stuck and also um not being able to lay out one's life in a linear pattern in a even a understandable timeline there's just sort of this spinniness 
to even their own life story. And so that's been really beautiful to bring out in my like book in 30 day projects with them. It's so cool to watch the transformation.